everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. Um, I hope you're all doing well. This is the second episode in the series. Um, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Today's episode is going to be a bit, uh, it's not controversial. It's just a bit hard to talk about. And I think a lot of us can relate to it. And at some points in our lives, we've related to it. But what I want to talk about is the struggles of being a member of the church. And that doesn't come easy because everyone has their own different ways of struggling. But I think we can all in a way relate to each other because I think many of us have had struggles with the church. So I just kind of want to talk about it and be relatable and have you understand that it's okay to have doubts and questions. Um, but it's always the best thing to just improve yourself and become a better version of yourself. And I want to do that. So, without further ado, this is Peyton's Perspective, Episode 2. Um, I don't know if a lot of you know. I don't know if a lot of you know who I am when you watch this or know anything about me. Um, but I was inactive on and off from the church for about three years, and it was like, in the peak time of COVID-19 when the pandemic happened and everything. And I was about 16 years old when it started. Um, and it just like slowly got worse over time. And so I've been completely active again for about six months now. So kind of just shows you that it's like relatively recent that this has happened to me. But it was hard. It was a long three years, I'll say that. And I just want to preface that I never stopped necessarily believing in God, but I had so many questions. Oh my gosh, my neighbors are so loud. I'm sorry. I don't know if you can hear that, but they're like being so ah, absurd. Okay. Anyway, um, I never stopped like believing in God, but I was so far from wanting to attend church, and it was more so um, going to church that I didn't want to do rather than believing in God. But even then, I didn't really have a testimony, and so I kind of want to explain a little bit of my background story and where I've come and how I can maybe help those who are struggling in that position right now, and even if you don't feel prompted to come back to church, I cannot force anyone to do that, and that is obviously your decision, and what's the best thing for you, but, um, I was called as Young Women's President in 2020, and that is really when everything started going downhill. Not the fact that I got called, it's just the work I had to do and the fact that it was during COVID that made it so much worse, you know? Um... But I was like, dog, I don't, I don't want this. I don't want this calling. Like, there's no way I'm going to accept it. But I accepted it anyway. And so I was like, I guess I'll do it, you know. It's fine. It's for the church. Yada, yada, yada. It shouldn't be that bad. But it challenged me in ways I didn't even, like, think it could challenge me, you know. Because, like, when you get accepted to a calling... When you're relatively young and you're in your teenage years, you're like, yep, this is easy. Like, I don't have to do much work. It's not going to require a lot out of me. It's not going to take a toll on me. But I do think that with the added pressure of COVID on me, 
I think it made my experience worse. But being young women's president was not easy. It wasn't. And I don't know why. I can't really pinpoint why. I just, it just never was easy for me. And maybe it's just that a fact that it was me and it wasn't easy for me personally, and maybe it was for other people. And that is completely fine. But I personally just struggled with it. So I got called and I was president for about two years, maybe a year, a year and a half. I don't even know. They prolonged it. But it was hard. All of my meetings were online over Zoom and I already hated Zoom because we had to do it every morning for seminary. I hated going to seminary early in the morning. Um, Not the fact that I had to go to seminary because I loved the lessons, but I am talking to the Utahns right now who got to go to seminary within their school schedule, not early morning. I don't like you and I never will. And if we're friends, rethink, just kidding. (laughs) No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But I am a little salty because for four years, I had to go to seminary at 6 a.m. For four years, I had to wake up every day at 6 a.m. and go to seminary for an hour. It was exhausting and I was tired all the time, but it was so worth it in the end because I learned a lot about the Book of Mormon, the New Testament, the Old Testament, and just everything in general um, and some doctrinal mastery. But besides that, um, there was just so many Zoom calls that I had to do um, as a young woman's president and I was just kind of getting fed up with it. Um, And I don't know, I just, I didn't like it. I was just like, I don't, every time I had a meeting, I'd like roll my eyes and be like, I have to do this. Uh, Okay, I will get out and go, go on, hop on Zoom and do my meeting. And then it'll be just fine. It'll be done in a jiffy. But once we started opening up things again, we started having activities in person and whatnot and I just, I don't know what it was. I just never felt right. And when I had first joined Young Women's when I was 12, I had never felt accepted or loved by anybody in there. Um, And I I don't know if that was like the people or if it was just my own insecurities as a person. It probably was just my own insecurities, but I think it was just a mesh of a lot of different things that happened. But I had never felt accepted. And so for that, I really despised the church and I really despised going to church because I was like, dude, I don't, I want to be in a place where people aren't going to accept me and I don't feel seen by anybody, you know? And I think that's a valid reason. But um, I've talked to a lot of people that have either left the church, have left their comeback, or just who have struggled to stay active. And they all tell me the same thing. The people are the reason the people leave. That is probably, like, the only thing you'll hear. The people push the people away. And... I cannot stress that enough because it is so true. And with that, I don't want to focus on that negative connotation of thinking like, yeah, I just got to a new ward. I'm going to be with these wackos. They're going to make me leave the church. Like, I don't want people going in with that mindset. I think we need to change our mindsets. We, it's really hard to identify sometimes what makes a person good or not if that makes sense. Um, But you really want to look for those good Christ-like people and stand in those holy places with them, with holy people who will bring you up. And sometimes that is really hard to find because there is a lot of evil in this world. 
but there are also so many so many good people in this world that can balance that evil out um but i think surrounding yourself with the good all the time will truly help your experience in staying in the church and even if you have left the church that is absolutely okay like there's no judgment on my end and i i really i really don't want people thinking that i'm here to judge people for leaving the church or any of that because i personally struggled with it as my like as as a kid as a teenager i struggled with it a lot and i can completely understand where you're coming from and why you may have left and i don't blame you in the slightest um but i really am sorry that you left and had those struggles with and those bad experiences with people because you probably don't deserve what that like what happened to you you know it's just sometimes when those things pan out and are like when those things happen to us it's just kind of a sucky situation cuz you're like ah like i do believe in god but i don't want to be in this like kind of environment with people and so with that i really want to focus on a specific mindset here in terms of being a member of the church being a member of the church can be a struggle for anybody um and it's not just being a member of the church it's you can you can struggle with your faith even if you believe in any other gods or if you're a part of any other religion it can be a struggle because in any in any circumstance the people can push the people away there's always going to be judgmental people out there and they're always going to they're always going to like have an effect on you if you let them but you cannot let them have that effect on you you know and i had to learn that the hard way and i'm still learning that you know i i'm the type of person that i want i want people to think the world of me i'm a people pleaser and i'll admit it i'm a people pleaser and i want people to like me and i don't want people talking bad about me and so when i do have when i'm in situations where i've like lost a friendship with somebody or um we just like i don't talk to somebody anymore or just some beef happened some like middle school high school drama that happened i always in the back of my head i'm like crap they're probably talking bad about me you know they don't like me anymore this is not good you know that is that was my mindset and i've learned over the years that you cannot have that mindset because it will destroy you it will destroy your self esteem cuz you're you're basically just doing yourself no good if you continue to think that because those are your thoughts if you're thinking that you're hurting yourself So switching that mindset could be so helpful. And with the mindset that I want to focus on, I think that instead of believing that the people push the people away, we need to focus on what really matters here, which is our relationship with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. If you left the church because of your relationship with them, then that's a different story but a lot of the circumstances that i've witnessed and seen and or heard have been about the people and i'm like do you still believe in god they're like yes so i think what should hold us to a higher standard and keep us a stronger people is to understand that we have a solid relationship with our heavenly father in jesus christ and that is the only thing that matters that is that that's the only thing that is so important about going to church And yes, going to church is great because you get to make relationships with people and you get to relate to one another and talk about the gospel with one another and just lift each other up. But in some cases, it can be difficult when you have those kinds of judgmental people. Um but 
When I stopped going to church, all I could think about was the people. I was like, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I don't want to think of these people. I don't want them to judge me. And I like, I had left the church and then I started my rebellious stage. And when I started coming back to church a little later, I was just like, crap, these people probably know what I've done. And I just don't want to be in this environment. And I let the, I let it get to me so many times. Like even recently, I've before I came to BYU, I'd go home to my ward and I'd go to church and I just never felt worthy of being there because of the things I had done in the past and just been my rebellious self. But I really didn't forgive myself for what I had done, you know? That's another lesson I want to talk about is forgiveness. I think we all struggle as members of the church with forgiving ourselves. And even in general, like not even just being a member of the church, just being a human being in general, it's hard to forgive ourselves for things that we've done in the past. Because yes, people make mistakes, but we are put on this earth to have those challenges and to be tested of our faith and to truly discern right from wrong. And sometimes we slip up because we are imperfect. None of us are perfect. If any of us are, were perfect, then we really shouldn't be here, you know? Our test is being here on earth and trudging through those those hardships and challenges and struggles that we experience, but also flocking through some grass, like some beautiful flower patch. Those are our blessings. We like, we, we want to flock through our blessings and trudge through our hardships. That's what we got to do here, you know? Um, and all of that is going to be a part of everybody's life no matter what. You can't dodge either one, you know? You can't be like, yeah, I'm just gonna stick to the blessings. I can only get blessings. That's not how it works. You you get blessings, oops, you get blessings from experiencing the hard things and from looking back and changing and doing better. That's, that's a lot of how you get blessed in life and how God gives those blessings to you. That's how you receive a lot of your blessings. You are always looking to improve and change yourself for the better. Um, I know that although I've struggled so much with the church and not accepting the church and then coming back, there's just been such a turnaround in my, my mindset and focus. I really, I think the people that have left truly weren't focusing on the right thing. And, and like for good reason, because it does suck to feel like you're not worthy and feel like you're judged. But I think a lot of people miss the point where it's like, this is about my savior. This is not about me. I'm going to church to have a relationship with the Lord. I'm not going to church to talk to random people and make relationships. I mean, that can be part of it, obviously, but the most important thing is that you're going there to learn about Jesus Christ, and you're learning about Him and how to become like Him and to be a better version of yourself. That is the most important lesson that I've learned since coming back to church, and that has increased my testimony. That is my testimony right there. I never had a testimony growing up. I always would kind of just go like a chameleon and just stick to my parents and be like, yep, this is what I believe in. I'm just going to say what they say. Like, that's how I, that's how I grew up. And I've been a member basically my whole life. I can't say that because I got baptized at eight, but when I was born, like 
all my family members were members. So I've been surrounded by the church for my entire life. And so it's not like I could avoid it um, or anything. So I was just like, yeah, this is my testimony. And I think another thing with being a member is that when you are like a kid, you kind of just go to church you kind of just do these things because your parents make you and your parents like influence you to do these things. But I think we all need to have our own journeys of growth and change and experiencing those hardships and struggles and questions about the church so that we can truly find what we want for ourselves. Because the church isn't for everybody and that is completely fine. I'm not going to judge you for that. If you, if you want to leave, leave, you know? I don't blame you. There's been hard experiences that I've like experienced like within the church and you've probably struggled with the same thing and for that I completely understand. But for me it was more than just myself and I wanted it to be more than just myself. I wanted it to be about my savior. And so I think that I really I really am and this sounds so weird, but I am so grateful that I left and was inactive on and off for three years, despite its challenges and despite how much I lost myself. I am so grateful that I experienced that because it truly put me in the lowest point of my life where all I had was Christ. And I realized that he has always been there the entire time. And I've just been so blind to see it because I would fill myself up with these worldly things. And I'd prefer things over him you know I had to be put in that situation to truly come back on my own and I, I I genuinely believe that you can never force a person to come back to church or to believe in something that is all somebody's own journey like that is their own journey you cannot ever force someone to come back and that's just how it is and it's sad to see people leave the church and I do like genuinely hurt for them when I hear of their stories and like why they left and why they may not believe anymore um but that is the foundation of my testimony is that I did experience both ends of the spectrum where I loved being a part and now like I love I love going to church I love learning about Jesus Christ and I was on the opposite end as well, where I despised everything about the church, and I, I lacked, I lacked the most important thing, which is a testimony and my love for my Father in Heaven and my Savior. I lacked that a lot. But having both ends of the spectrum is, is exactly the foundation for my testimony, and I do think it's going to like, help me incredibly on my mission when I teach people because. We teach people about the atonement and the repentance process. And I've had to go through that many, many times, as have many of you, because none of us are perfect. But the fact that I've been in that situation before and I can explain what the atonement is from my own personal experiences, that makes my testimony all the more better and it makes my teaching all the more better for the person that I'm teaching it to. You know, that make, that makes sense. And so that's really what I'm looking forward to on my mission is because I have experienced the really crappy things and the really good things and everything in between. I've not experienced everything. I have so much to learn still. But I think what will make me a good missionary is the fact that I have gone through the rough stuff and I know what it's like and the people I will be teaching I'll probably be able to relate to and 
empathize with because I was in their shoes once. And I really, I didn't ever think I'd come back to church, which is the funny thing about it all. I despised it, and I would talk crap about it all the time. And I would let people make fun of me, and I would laugh with them about being a Mormon and just the church in general and the fact that, like, my family were all members and, oops, my family are all members and all of that stuff. And so I think that... I will be a good missionary, and I had not thought that for a long time. Um, even recently, like, it's taken me a long time to get where I am right now to truly feel whole. Um, I'm gonna cry. Um, okay, I said I don't cry, but I do cry, and then I lied. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, I've come such a long way, and I'm really, really proud of myself, um, but it took me a long time to get where I am today, and there have been multiple times in the past, recent, like, recently in the past, where I felt so bad about myself, even being in church, because yes, as members, we can struggle with not wanting to go to church and despising the church, but we can also struggle with being an active member and just feeling those doubts and questions. And I want you to hear it from me right now. It is okay. It is absolutely okay to have questions. It is okay to doubt things. That is what increases our faith. Heavenly Father wants us to ask questions because we are not born out of the womb knowing everything. And we will never know anything fully of the gospel until we actively search for it. Searching is one of the best things we can do. Searching through the scriptures, asking questions, discovering things is what will increase our testimony. And that is truly what I believe in and that is what I believe will help us become better people is if we If we strive to want a better relationship with our Heavenly Father, we need to ask questions. So if you ever feel down on yourself for doubting anything about the church, don't do it. Don't ever doubt yourself because he wants that. He wants us to doubt. He wants us to have those feelings of, hmm, this doesn't feel right. Or is this even true? He wants us to go to him. He wants us He wants to give us the answers, but he cannot give us the answers if we're not willing to ask for them and take them, you know? Our relationship with Heavenly Father has to be like a hundred and a hundred. He's giving a hundred, we're giving a hundred. Because I don't believe in the 50-50 thing. We both should be giving a hundred percent in relationships. Like, Heavenly Father gives us his all. We should be giving our all for him. Because the end goal, in reality, is to go to heaven and to be with him for the rest of our lives, for eternity, I mean. So, our relationship with him needs to be solid. And sometimes, we're not going to be able to give 100. He'll be like, okay, hey, today I'm going to give, like, 50%. I'll be like, okay, I'll give the 150%. Boom, it's 200. He'll always make up for it because he loves us. Isn't that wonderful? I think that's so cool. And... I truly haven't been able to understand my the love that Jesus 
and Heavenly Father have for me until pretty recently. And what makes it even better now is that they've loved me all along, despite everything I've gone through. They've forgiven me. Heavenly Father's forgiven me for everything I've done. And He just wants to see me be better. And for that, I am so blessed. And it really is uncanny the things that He can do to orchestrate my life in these whack ways and it all somehow works and it all somehow like has a purpose and it fits so with that I bear my testimony that I do know that God loves us each one of us he knows us personally he created us in his own image and I do believe that the church is true and I have experienced the ends of it all where I was not I was doubting everything and I not for one second would believe that the church was true but I have witnessed and received revelation that this church is true and it is the only church on this earth that contains the fullness of the gospel I believe that Joseph Smith was the prophet who restored the church and he found the golden plates hidden by Moroni in the Hill Cumorah and was able to translate it. I believe that we can all become better people if we are willing to put in that effort and if we are willing to make an effort with our Heavenly Father because he gives us his all and we're willing to put in that effort in the relationship, he will bless you. I know that for a fact. And he will bless you in your hard times. A hundred percent. And with that, I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, that is the end of the podcast episode, I guess. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, I really, really, really appreciate um, everyone who has listened or watched. It means a lot. I'm trying to spread a message out here um, with as much knowledge as I have and with your guys' input I am learning a lot of new and cool things and I can't wait to go on my mission and I just really want this to be an area where I can I can help future missionaries who want to serve and help them figure out who they are and even if you're not religious I want to help you figure out that you are a wonderful person and I want you to understand that there is always room for growth and there's always other steps to be taken to become a better person and it is absolutely 100% doable. So with that, I guess I will end the podcast here. Um, thank you for listening and watching again um, and I'll see you next time. Bye.